Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shades of Entrepreneurship. This is your host, Mr. Gabriel Flores. The next two weeks, I welcome artists who will be featured during Juntos PDX, a five-week-long Hispanic Latino Heritage Month celebration in Portland, Oregon, running from Saturday, September 17th through Saturday, October 15th, 2022. So what is Juntos PDX, why is it important, and why should an entrepreneur care? Junto, without the S, is a political group or a faction, especially in the 17th and 18th century Britain. It is an alternative formation of junta, because English believes Spanish nouns sounded more popular if they ended in an O. Juntos, the plural version, changes the definition to mean together, combined, or jointly. It is a word that includes all diversities into one group, simply being together, and that is why Juntos PDX is important. Juntos PDX is a festival created to connect, inform, and celebrate Latinx Hispanic cultures. So, how does this all work? The first weekend will highlight the top of the line artists, including the next guest. The artist's exhibit aims to bring Latinx artists to the front and center. From a fascinating Latino who will be displaying a brilliant vintage Latinx t-shirt collection full of icons and rich history to a Latino collector with a track record of having one of the most diverse and rarest t-shirt collections in Portland. We have another young, talented Latina with a powerful art style that leaves audience in awe. Additionally, there will be a talented artist bringing a magnificent, versatile, and captivating 3D style art that will shock you. If cutting small pieces of paper wasn't hard enough, this Latina artist pushes paper cutting art to another level. Also featured will be an astonishing Latino artist with a unique oil painting skill that leaves the audience wondering, was it real or was it fake? The second weekend is a panel of powerful storytellers from various industries. From doctors at Oregon Health and Science University to footwear designers from Brooks Running, there are entrepreneurs, directors, and data managers to designers. And the best part, I get to interview every single one of them and put together a podcast episode. The third weekend, it is time to get down. And what I mean by that is the Latinx Music and Dance Weekend. We're calling it the Baya and the Calla, which translates to dancing in the street. And yes, I will be shaking my groove things, but I still am not dancing on TikTok. But if you are out at the event and capture me shaking my given talents and post it on social media, I will send you a free The Shades of E t-shirt. Make sure to tag at The Shades of E and, and at Juntos PDX. Weekend four is time to give back to the entrepreneurs whose backs our economy was built on with an artisan flea market. I'm talking artwork, goods, crafts, so many entrepreneurs. The last weekend, weekend five, is our closing ceremony. It'll be a day of activities and other surprises. Listen, folks, this is something the Hispanic Latinx community has been working towards for many years. When I helped create the Oregon Health and Science University Hispanic Latinx Employee Resource Group back in 2009, an event like this was the ultimate goal. An event that showcases and encompasses the diversity of all Latin Americans. That means Puerto Ricans, El Salvadorians, Mexicans, Cubans. This means the Afro-Latinx community. This means the Asian Latinx community. This means the pale-skinned, red-headed, and all other communities. This means all of us, together, sharing our heritage, culture, and stories with each other. This is our foundation of our community, our global community of entrepreneurs. Todos nosotros juntos. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome to the Shades of Entrepreneurship. 
where we interview entrepreneurs to inspire the future entrepreneur. I'll be your host, Mr. Gabriel Flores. So grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. what surrounds him, the modern and fleeting daily life. With his neo-iconism style and layered technique with flat colors, he is the world. Please welcome Gasilis Oliver. This episode is sponsored in part by Burnside Knives, essential tools for outdoor enthusiasts and working professionals like yourself. Visit BurnsideKnives.com. Your knife says a lot about you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shades of Entrepreneurship. This is your host, Mr. Gabriel Flores. Today, I'm here with a very special someone because this is an individual I've actually met in person. We're actually going to be collaborating together. This individual is going to be at Juntos. So if you actually listen to the Juntos episode, Oliver, what's going on, bro? How are we doing? How are you doing? Hi. First of all, thank you for inviting me, for being part of this. And, well, I'm here. Yeah. And so, so you're an artist. So you... You create, you know, actual paintings. But before we get into all of that, introduce the world to you. Who are you? Give us some backgrounds. Where are you from? Uh, I was born in in this city called Guadalajara. It is in the Mexican Western. Um, I was born there. And my, my parents, they are my mom. She's from Guadalajara. And my dad is a Chicano. He is from uh, Santa Monica in Los Angeles. So since I was little, I've been like having these both cultures involved in, in my life, coming back and forth from Mexico to the States, um, having also this dual citizenship and and yeah, since since a little, I've been like like involved in those. Two cultures. Also, like to give you more background about about me, um, I started with the Jesuits when I was little, also, and I had this, I would say, big opportunity to have contact with their way to teach people, uh, to give education and. I mentioned this because I really think this is something that shaped my life. Uh, and yeah, because later on, I got a really good scholarship to keep on studying with them in the, in the college at the university there in Mexico. And with all of this open doors, I had also the opportunity to study abroad in Belgium. And this is like the path that was opening the doors in my mind, at least for realizing that what I wanted to do, it was what I'm, what I'm doing now, art. 
So what, what you, you mentioned, you know, you're, you're kind of teaching. What were you teaching? Uh, I was teaching. I, I, I have had the opportunity to, to teach in, in college degree, um, art, art courses, um, painting courses, uh, yeah, acrylics, um, oil, uh, diverse techniques. So what, what, you know, throughout your travels, you mentioned you've gone to Berlin, LA, Mexico, all these different locations. What throughout your travel kind of inspired you to get into art? Uh, they have inspired me a lot. Um, those were just a few. Uh, I've been really into more places. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know, all of the travels always um, give us a, a, a different um, shade of reality of reality. Uh, you can see you can see what's going on in other places. Uh, but only if you if you travel with a different mindset as a common tourist, and if you are um, experimenting more um, daily life situations. So basically, what I display in my art is that like daily life situation. So um, it has shaped me a lot. Uh, not only also because of knowing people and also knowing different art styles and art possibilities that we sometimes cannot see uh, if we stay in the same place. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, creating diversity and getting out there and getting experience allows you to kind of see things quite differently. You know, you mentioned, in fact, there are different forms of art. What would you consider uh, is your form of art? My form of art, uh, I always say, to open a parenthesis, I always say that I'm doing whatever that comes to my mind. And that thing that comes to my mind right now is art. And it's more in the shape of murals and paintings. Right now, it's falling in that. And maybe later, it's going to fall in other shapes. But yeah, what brought me here are the murals. <laughs> so what, what, what do you draw on your murals? You mentioned, you know, you kind of get inspiration from whatever your thoughts are. You get inspiration from your travels, but then you kind of draw whatever you think. But what is it that you're thinking? Let, give, me, give us a, a kind of a generalization of what, what these pieces might look like more for my background um my dad he's an artist he's a photographer and also some of my dad's family members are also artists and and since i was a little i got contact to art uh, as something natural like a way to play a way to Mm, just know the world through through that through the art and i remember when my dad used to go to take pictures his 
his pictures depict uh, some of the Mexican day life, um, some of the realities of poverty, um, really raw things, and also some beauties of the traditions, uh, the culture. And I remember that I used to to go with him. I don't know, maybe right after school, he wanted to go to take some pictures and I was with him. Uh, and that was like the way that I spent it, like that I spent uh, some of my days just uh, being next to my dad, uh, looking at him, taking pictures and also looking at that reality in first person looking at those uh, realities, looking at those pictures um, in, in person. So I didn't realize that since I was, yeah, until I was, um, I don't know, I, I don't want to put a number, but since I was like more into art, since I was an adult and I started on painting that. I started on putting those images in my murals, those images that I already have done and I also consider part of my life and consider part of, yeah, like an essential part of me. So some of those scenes that I like to put on murals are those pictures that, I met, that, that my dad uh, took when I was little. Now, how, how one, how big are these murals and how long does it take you to uh, create them? Well, it depends. It depends. Some, some murals are really small, uh, but also some others are really big. I have had the opportunity to, to be involved in, in small and as well big murals. Um, I don't know, to put a number, I would say it in meters because uh, the other measure, uh, <laughs> I, I, ha I, I don't manage it very well, but in meters, <laughs> in meters, uh, it will be the biggest, um, I would say like 50 per 20. Wow. Meters. Wow. Um, those, those heights are the ones that when you're up in the lift, uh, your legs, your legs are shaking. So sometimes <laughs> it is really hard. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's really hard to do a mural. Uh, not only because of trying to put the image or the design you are you're willing to to put in the wall it's more because of how you do it and how you uh, transpose the art to something more physical i've always said that the inner mural it's really physical you have to be also really creative to solve uh, problems in the moment and well uh, the time that it takes to do a mural depends, of course, in the shape 
of the mural and also the size of the mural and also the complexity of the design. So it is, uh, it really depends because the, I could say that I spent, um, yeah, indeed, I spent two weeks doing my biggest mural wow. and also spent two weeks doing my smallest mural. <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and it's like a really um, overview of how, how it is. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. You know, the complexity, it may, doesn't matter how big or small it is. If it's complex, it's going to be going to be difficult. Now, you mentioned, you know, creating problems or, or, or solving problems. Can you kind of, uh, what are some of the problems that you run into as a painter when you're painting and then that you have to try to solve? Yeah, well, uh, to make it easy and to start with this, like, anal um, analogy, when you when you do a painting or when you want to do a design, for example, in a paper, you just have to transpose it from your mind to that paper. You just just have to pass it uh, into those two uh, variables. Okay. But when we are trying to do something in the wall it's going to happen more things, more things, some things that you can imagine and some other things that you could never imagine. Uh, first, the wall. Sometimes the wall, it's not flat. Mm, Sometimes yeah. the wall has their own shapes, their own, uh, um, their own things, their own, um, also their own, um, textures, yeah. their own, yeah, many things. So that's one of those things. The second one, it's, that is, that mostly all of the time, it's in public spaces. And public spaces are in movement. There's people always walking around. There are cars. There, there is noise. There is uh, the elements. There's wind. Uh, there's... There's many things happening when you're doing a mural. That is like the second thing. And those are the things that you cannot control. Yeah. Uh, the people that is in there and the people that surrounds her. And so and that second thing, it's one of the beauties of, of doing a mural. Uh, the third thing I would say is um, your logistic for doing a mural you always have to plan it very well you always have to um to know how you are gonna do it before doing it uh, this just with the with the purpose of finishing it and in, in time because always 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 there's a timeline and there's a there's uh there's well always when you work with someone uh when you are commissioned to do a mural you you have to finish it and you have to finish it by time so you have to plan it very well and here is when it comes that third problem if i can say it like that because always 
happens something that puts you out of that logistic. Gotcha. Yeah. Always comes something that everything that you planted disappeared and you have to solve it in different ways. So, um, yeah, you have to have this uh, ability, this skills to solve those problems and, and try to match your logistic, your way to do things with, with the universe thing, way to do things. are the most basic problems you can like face when you're doing a mural but of course there's there's many other things that may uh, come up when you're doing a mural now what would you say um what piece that you've created are you most proud of (laughs) Uh, i think i have one and that piece um doesn't exist anymore it was in guadalajara Uh, maybe it was the first uh, piece in guadalajara that when i finished it i was proud of it and not only because it was big but also because of what i intended to show to depict and to share through that artwork to to my people. So this piece, I call it uh, Entre Águilas y Sopilotes, Danza a la Nación, that it will be translated to In Between Eagles and Vultures, uh, Dance to the Nation. Uh, it was uh, an image of those uh, danzantes those like indigenous uh, yeah dancers that they used to they still used to practice it when it's like a religious um, celebration um, they used to dance with those indigenous clothes uh, with those cascabeles something in, in their legs and it's something really common and and they are, I don't know, dancing for something. In this cases, specifically, um, they're dancing for religious events. But the thing is that I wanted to depict um, not only this this um, this tradition, but also make an analogy to to what we are as Mexicans, as, as, as a country, and try to open that uh, possibility, I guess, to say that maybe we are not eagles, maybe we are vultures. Mm, nice. Yeah, maybe we are both. Maybe we are just eagles. We don't know, but that's the dance. That's the dance that we are in between those animals, 
that they both have their own uh, good and bad things. But that's a possibility that maybe we are not just eagles. We are also vultures. That's great. That's a great piece. I really like that. Now, what did you charge for? Have you, do you charge for your mules? Do you, do you get a compensation or how does that go? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I have to pay the bills. Yep. <laughs> yeah. As, as all the people. So I do, I do, I do charge for doing murals. Um, but also sometimes I don't. Uh, it depends on on what on what I want to show and what's the 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 purpose of that mural. Uh, all of the commissions I ch- I charge for them. Commissions, yeah. There's no option to not charging for that. Uh, but things that I do by myself or things that I do along with projects that I really like and they are nonprofit projects. Uh, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just ask for my uh, food or transportation or things like that. And also what I like to do as well is um, applying for grants because this allows you to or this allow me to to be paid in a certain way, but also have that um, open possibility of or of doing not a commission, doing something more uh, free, mm-hmm. yeah, to, and 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 see it as a as a gift to the people yeah. while I'm paid. Yeah, and I envision, you know, getting a grant like that, too, allows you the freedom to be creative and kind of do your own design versus the commission where you're kind of, you know, segregated to saying, okay, this is what I want. Here's the commission for it. Paint me this. Right. So you can kind of be a little bit more. That's that's pretty amazing. Now, you kind of talked about some of the difficulties of of doing the murals, right? The logistics of it and the, the elements of the earth and things of that nature. What's easy about doing a mural? Um. I would say nothing is easy. <laughs> well, yeah, Not and also, <laughs> also while while listening to you, I just realized that I only told you like the uh, how can I say it like the seen things, but there's also some things that are not seen that you cannot see and those are the things that always shape the projects Mm. that always put the projects going on and those are the things that uh, mostly all of the people never know that that happened for example logistics sending emails uh, looking for grants yeah uh, um yeah trying to apply uh for projects, uh, presenting those projects to to people to be supported, to be sponsored, to to whatever, no? So there's many, many, many things behind a mural. Yeah. Uh, 
the, the ones, the problems that I told you are just the ones that you face when you are in the process of doing a mural, when you have that green light for doing that mural. Yeah. But there's a, there, there are many, many things behind, behind that. Um, focusing more now into, into your question. Can, can you, can you repeat it again? Please. What has been easy? Mm-hmm. Nothing is easy. Nothing <laughs> is easy. And I say this because if if we see that something is easy, it's not because it's easy. It's because there's many work behind that. There's many 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 things behind that to make it look easy yeah because i was i was really thinking in that yesterday um because i really thought uh but i but i i set up and and gave me time to think of that and i fell down in in the in the answer that no it's not that it is easy it's because i've been doing it and i've been practicing and i've been studying and i've been doing many things for making that look easy so i would say that nothing is easy um, it has always many things behind and yeah, there's, there's a lot of work behind all of, behind all of the processes. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and I think, I think that's true about being an entrepreneur, right? Just as being your own business owner and, and leader, there's so many things that they are behind the scenes that people don't see, right? The emails, the late at nights, not watching the Netflix, you know, one of the things I think you're doing right now, you mentioned, um, is these behind the scenes things. So one of the things you're doing behind the scenes is you're actually working with Juntos PDX, right? The Hispanic Heritage yeah. Month uh, event that's gonna be taking place. Love to hear a little bit more about that. Um, what are you gonna be doing at Juntos PDX? Give me a little background of, of what you're planning to do. And I believe there's there's some art that you're planning to display. Now, will you have also, will you have any art on sale? Uh, well, basically I will be doing a mural, a mural that will show yeah, the manly purpose of Juntos, that is show that Juntos word, yes. that all together word. Um, so yeah, I, I will be doing um, during um, a weekend, a mural uh, that I will be planning since, well, I have been planning it since like a week ago. So, um, yeah, basically that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, in terms of displaying my art, uh, I don't know if this time I will be displaying something, but the mural, it's, it's going to be there. Perfect. Perfect. That is, I'm, I'm excited to see what you have there. Now, what, what motivates you? You know, you talked about your traveling, but what continues to motivate you to keep you going? Uh, 
to keep me going on travels or keep me going in art in general? Art in general. Okay. Um, oh, I don't. I don't know if that happens to you, but I'm a person that I have a lot of ideas in my mind. I have a lot of things to do in my mind. I have a lot of uh, projects that I want to do. I have a lot of paintings that I want to paint. I have a lot of murals that I want to, to execute. So I think those are the things that motivates me the most to, to give a legacy, to give a, uh, to give something, something to the people, something to the people, because what I do, I also really think that touches people. And it's not because I want to, to be above any others and, 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 and have that word. It's because I have seen it while doing murals. Um, I have had the contact with the people and I have seen that people likes what I do. People yeah. are really, are really uh, happy. They really enjoy the things that I do. And that's one of those things that also motivates me um, to keep on having that opportunity to share with the people and, and to uh, make those feelings appear in them. Nice. What, what, what's what's uh, some advice you would give some of the listeners, either artists or folks that are thinking of becoming just you know, entrepreneurs themselves? Yeah, well, oof. there are many that I will give, but I think one of the most important things is being creative, being creative, not only in the product or not only uh, in the thing that you want to, to give. Uh, be creative also in the processes, be creative also in trying to find in the ways for make it happen to make it real uh, being creative um, for shaping your life in order to accomplish those uh, goals uh, being creative yeah i think that's the main the main uh, advice i would give and that create creativity it's not an inherent thing that humans are born with uh, it's something that you can train it's something that you can uh, develop uh, so don't be afraid of being creative nice now for the listeners at home how can they find your art how where can you find them online where can they find you in stores where can they see your art yeah well indeed there's they can find it in many places here in portland uh they can find it at different stores. If, if you go through my Instagram, Casillas underscore Oliver, you could find uh, my artwork. You can send me a DM over there and I can, I can direct you to the places that I'm displaying my art in here. 
or also <laughs> if you google my name if you google casillas oliver muralista or oliver casillas muralista you will find something also in fact folks i will make sure that on the news letter there's going to be a I, I actually watched one of oliver's um youtube's videos of him actually doing one of the murals it's dope. It's the coolest thing you're going to ever watch. I'm telling you, I'll make sure that's on the newsletter and make sure that folks have it. Oliver, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming on the show, talking about your art, talking about your murals. I'm excited to what to see what you draw for Hispanic Heritage Month. I'm excited. I will also be at Juntos. For those that are interested, again, Juntos is going to be starting September 17th, and it's going to run to about October 15th for Hispanic Heritage Month. It is going to be a five-part series down in Portland at Chinatown. So we hope to see you all there. And please, again, follow the Shades of Entrepreneurship at the Shades of E on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok. Yes, I do TikTok. Folks, go go and follow me on the TikTok. Other than that, thank you and have a great night. Thank you for tuning in to the Shades of Entrepreneurship. For more information, please follow the Shades of E on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or visit theshadesofe.com.